0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of Pros and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. My name is Kahala and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us this week as we continue our journey through the Divine Nine with the men of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. As we all know, I always say, "Let them Sigmas and world famous, but we also know that I'm very fond of the men of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated as my husband is a member and we have... My dear friend, my dear friend, the president of the East St. Louis Alumni Chapter of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, President Earl McDowell Jr.
1: Thanks for having me. Hey. I appreciate your patience because the (laughs) summer scheduling has been crazy on my end. So thanks for being persistent with me and uh, I look forward to speaking with you.
0: Of course, I had to nah, of course we gotta do all nine. And Absolutely. then of course, you know, there's that that special affinity for yes. the men of Kappa Alpha Site and the East St. Louis chapter, because you know, that's where my husband, you know, his for obvious reasons. M O I P was through the East St. Louis chapter. So yes, yes. 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 I'm so happy to have you. We go way back. Yes, you know yes. my wonderful soror, Dottie. You know it yes. is my soror and my friend and your wife, and so we just have all the connections. Absolutely. You know from 40th and State Street and East St. Louis.
1: Absolutely.
0: You know, and it just full circle. It came on back.
1: Mm-hmm. Just
0: so yes, yeah. so I'm very happy to have you with me today, Thank you. so Thank we you. can talk about Cap Alpha Psi and we can talk about the East St. Louis Alumni Chapter. But first, we want to hear about you.
1: Yes, yes. So, um, again, thanks for having me. I uh, grew up in East St. Louis. I went to Dunbar Elementary School. He was going to junior high school. And then I went to the little schoolhouse on Bond Avenue, <laughs> Lincoln Senior High School. And so, yeah, I'm definitely a, a, a uh East St. Louis mm-hmm. uh, through and through. When I When I think about East St. Louis, I kind of look at it from like a multi-generational family member, if you will. So like some of my first memories in life, I remember my uh, grandfather telling me about the race riots, Mm -hmm. the 1917 race riots, Mm -hmm. and how it just represented a lot of strife and everything for the citizens uh, of East St. Louis. So I kind of looked at East St. Louis kind of like a grandparental storyteller But then as I kind of got a little bit older through childhood, you know, the thing was, hey, avoid the gangs, Mm -hmm. you know, get your lesson. Mm -hmm. Um, Watch out for the dope game. Uh, Get busy in extracurricular activities and do those type of things. So I kind of looked at East St. Louis kind of like a protective parental type of role. But then as I matriculated out of high school And I I hit uh, the Southern Illinois University at Cromedale College campus. You know, if you if you attend a uh, a university within the state of Illinois, the majority of African-American students are from where? Chicago. Mm -hmm. And so I remember going to the parties and everything, just repping East Saint, you know, doing this, just being competitive.
0: Always, always. You know,
1: just and, Uh you know, even if it was a pickup game of basketball, just repping East Saint to the fullest. So I kind of looked at East St. Louis as kind of like a like a sibling, like a brother. Mm-hmm. But as as I've gotten older, I just turned, like I just told you uh, before the taping, I turned 50 a couple months back. And in 2020, uh, the census numbers, the population of East St. Louis is down to like 18,000 now. When you and I were coming up, it was like 55, mm-hmm. 60,000, but now it's 18,000. And it's almost like I'm using this particular role, this fraternal role that I have, it's kind of like maybe to resuscitate and do my little two cents to kind of resuscitate uh, some of the things that are going on within East St. Louis. So I almost look at East St. Louis like full circle, like a child. Mm-hmm. So what can I do w- within my organizational affiliations to make it a, a better place? So, I've always, so the way I look at East St. Louis is just like, it's evolving over time. But um it's something about those eighty-nine blocks from riverfront to bluff and those eighty-nine blocks of excellence in between. And Absolutely. so um I'm an East St. Louis and through and through.
0: Absolutely. Well, you know, I put on for my city. So, Absolutely. you know, and that's what we do here at Pros and Politics Podcast. We we are international and national and all that, but I'm all, it always comes back to East St. Louis for me. It always comes back to 40th and State Street. It always comes back to my father being fire chief when I was growing up. And I'm with you in that I am very protective of my city. Yes. Like, you're not going to say nothing bad about my mm-mm. city. I mean, and, you know, folks feel that way about Gary or South Central or the South Side, what you say, from Chicago. But wherever I go, oh, don't, don't do it. Ah. Don't try it. Ah. <laughs> Don't do it, you know.
1: And I remember. Yeah, I remember. I just love
0: it. There's yeah. nothing about my city that makes me ever say or even think for a second that I'm not going to tell you exactly where I'm from. I'm not going to tell. And if you say you from Saint, no, 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 no. That's right. East Saint, there is Saint Louis, Missouri, and That's then right. there is East Saint Louis, Illinois. Let's be clear. Let's That's keep right. the distinction.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm
0: from the boogie. Absolutely. So yeah.
1: Absolutely. And I I remember um, like both of my uh, maternal grandparents, they stayed on the 700 block of 40th Street. And then my fraternal grandmother, my father's mother, stayed on the 600 block. So like 40th Street was like my second home. And I remember you used to ride your bike up and down the the sidewalk. So, yeah, we we go back. And those are the memories that I'll forever cherish.
0: Absolutely. So, of course, now you are the president, yeah. okay, of the East St. Louis Alumni Chapter of Kappa Alpha Psi. So tell us about the all the things that make Kappa Alpha Psi wonderful. And then also tell us about specifically what you all are doing in your administration with the East St. Louis Alumni Chapter.
1: Great, great. So I was sworn in as a poll mark, the 34th pole mark of the East St. Louis Alumni Chapter of Cap Alpha Psi. And you and I were talking before the taping. It's it's the equivalent of a, uh, a second full-time job. job. Mm-hmm. And so we have a beautiful building that we acquired uh, several years ago back in 2020 from the uh, Mormon church. And uh, it's nearly 6,000 square feet. It sits on two acres of land. And the, the activity there is just a bevy of activity. Um, it's really turned into like a, a community staple for the Lake Drive uh, neighborhood so we have everything from like uh, repasts, um, family reunions um, wedding vow renewals uh, class reunions it, speaking of East St. Louis Lincoln I think there are another two East St. Louis Lincoln class reunions coming up this fall in our facility so we want to make sure to be good stewards of, of our blessing um, with that building Uh, The building is actually owned by a 501C3, non-for-profit called Capel Foundation. And so we also are recipients of two recent uh, grant opportunities. So we wrote a grant to the uh, Obama Foundation for our guy right youth, Mm -hmm. our our guy right black male teen interest group that we have and we were the lucky recipients of an Obama Foundation grant for $15,000. Wow. And so we were able to construct a brand new state-of-the-art uh, computing facility uh within our within our fret house. Also early awesome. this summer, we were also the lucky recipient of a uh, College Prep Jack and Jill grant as well. So it's like a 4-week program for college prep uh for our young people. Uh speaking of the Guide Right program which headed, which is headed up by um our vice pole mark, Brother Darren Suggs. Darren
0: Suggs, yeah.
1: He is the two-time defending North Central Province uh, Guy right Director of the Year. So what he's done with our, with our youth and our young people is just outstanding. He has a gift uh, for connecting uh, with our youth.
0: He does. Yes. He does. I'm very familiar with Brother Suggs, and he's always been that way. Like he's brought me to speak in in the past to you know high school students, and we are connected on social media. So I see what Guy Wright is doing in the East St. Louis alumni chapter. So. That is not news to me. That is news to everyone else, and that's why we want you to talk about all those things because y'all out there doing big things with your God Right program. We I love mentorship it. here at and yes. Politics.
1: So. Absolutely, we've had we're one. I think we're one of the few dinner organizations that actually has like a monthly cadence uh, with our youth. If it's not once a month, it's usually two to three times a month with activities. Uh, we have special guest speakers. Um, We have one of your sorors, I believe she is the uh, first vice president for Delta Delta Omega, uh, Alpha Kappa Alpha, uh, attorney uh, Marsha Belk. Mm -hmm. She does like an annual uh, seminar with our youth, especially geared to our young men, what to do and not to do in the presence of uh, of law enforcement. Mm -hmm. Know know your rights, what to say and not to say and things of that nature. And actually, our most recent uh, seminar with her actually made it to our KMOV TV. Yeah, so um, we also take them to, uh, to college visits. Um, we give them uh, etiquette training, uh, just a whole bevy of activities uh, for our young people. We actually have a guy right informational uh, session coming up. So for anybody that's interested in having their son or nephew or, or grandson being involved with our guy right program is Sunday, August 27th, two o'clock at the uh, East St. Louis Capper House. Okay. fifty one hundred one Lake Drive. That's right.
0: So. Well, we want all the young men to be a part of organizations like Guy Wright because mentorship is critical, yes. especially with everything that our children witness on a daily basis, everything that they're exposed to on social media. I mean, just so many things to be able to have educated, professional, upstanding men to be able to stand in that gap because, you know, I have a, 15 year old. And, you know, he talks to his dad a lot, but you know, sometimes they talk your kids. Sometimes they don't, you know, that you have a daughter. And so to be able to have an interested, disinterested party, do you see what I'm saying? So it's not mama, it's not daddy, you know, it's, it's Mr. McDowell, it's Mr. Suggs. And, you know, you might be able to reach an area or a topic that they might not feel comfortable talking to mama and daddy about, but they need that help. And so mentorship is critical as we try to turn a lot of these negative tides that we are facing, particularly in the African-American community with our Absolutely.
1: i tell you what's so humbling about having the God Right program is that, of course, we get a lot of single mothers. And so they're looking for male mentorship Mm -hmm. for their sons. But I think what's even more humbling is when you see fathers. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are guys who are within their son's lives, but they're humble enough to say hey i may need a little extra help or I'm, mm-hmm. my son may need an extra push so i'm interested in enrolling my son in you all's program and that is so humbling uh for african-american fathers to say, hey i would like for my my son to have additional african african-american male mentors it's just it's it's amazing and so one of the um one of the primary features of having the uh, Guy Right program too is that we raise money for scholarships. Okay. So we just uh, gave away uh, four, I'm sorry, five $1,000 scholarships to our graduating seniors. One of the guys is actually uh, the kid's name is uh, Jeremy, and he is the he was the uh, 2023 Eastside Class President, and awesome. he's he's the young he's the young man that's uh, going to Morehouse, and his his first year Morehouse is absolutely paid for. But So that's one of the things that we do as mentors too. We try to locate funds. We try to locate uh, different type of people on these respective campuses that can try to lead these uh, young men uh, the right direction so they can have a good landing spot once they uh, reach their respective campuses. So,
0: Excellent. So you have the Kappa house in the community for yes. us to be able to rent out the space and have a safe, clean, well-kept space to have yes. baby showers and family reunions. You have an award-winning guide right program, right? Yes. So what else do you want us to know that the alumni chapter is doing?
1: And then we also, within within our alumni chapter, we also, we were one of the few uh, chapters in all of Cap Alpha Psi to have a bi-monthly uh, concert series. It was jazz, music, I uh, did see that. Yeah, so yes. we had one in December and then also in uh, February, the most recent one, uh, Danita Mumford and her husband, uh, Danita is your, your soror, mm-hmm. and Danita's my frat bro, and uh, they just tore it up, tore it up. And so they are premier pro group, and so we're just trying to not only just do the mentorship, but to also to be, uh, to have a little fun, some mm-hmm. social activities, mm-hmm. and then also as well to... Um, have community service projects on hand too. Mm-hmm. And so we had approximately about sixty-five to seventy combined mentorship programs and also community service programs uh for the 2022, 2023 of fraternal year. So that's almost like a, an event of two per week. Right. So we're going at we're going at a pretty good clip.
0: That's that full time job you was talking that's about. That's the full time job. It keeps you keeps you <laughs> running. So that is just within your own organization. Correct. But as, you know, as an Alpha Cap Alpha woman, you know, there there are nine of us, right? Yes. And so, you know, people always think that, you know, we have these rivalries and, you know, you got your distro and you got all that other stuff. But there's something very special that you and the East St. Louis alumni chapter of Omega Sci-Fi do.
1: Absolutely. That Absolutely. completely
0: defies... All of those stereotypes about how we don't get along. Yes. So please tell us about that.
1: Absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up. So one of your previous guests, uh-huh. uh, Anthony Bond, mm-hmm. uh, he's the uh, current boss slash president for NewCon chapter, the East St. Louis chapter, uh-huh. or Mega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. And, and I remember we were kind of coming up through the ranks for our respective chapters we used to make jokes on the side, you know, we'd be at parties <laughs> and stuff it's like, man, one of these days, man, you and I, we're going to get something together for our chapters. <laughs> and we have more similarities than differences. Mm-hmm. So we're not just going to just uh, degrade ourselves to tribalism. We, we, we're not going to do anything like that because the need is so great. Mm-hmm. But then East St. Louis to get certain things done. So I actually attended their um, their Founders Day banquet in, in November, mm-hmm. November 2022. And uh, during my presidential greetings, I said, hey, I said, you all's fraternity was founded in 1911. I was fraternity was founded in 1911. Mm-hmm. And I said, I also have you to know that the Newcastle chapter was chartered April 10th, 1955, and the East St. Louis chapter of Kappa was chartered just a week later, April 17th, 1955. So not only are we 1911, we're also 1955, too. Let's make something happen. Uh-huh. We've got a lot of similarities. So... What was the um, the result of that? We came up with an inaugural 1911 Cup uh, golf tournament, mm-hmm. and it was it was outstanding. It was the first time that our two chapters have um, uh, really just collaborated on any kind of social slash fundraising event. Mm-hmm. We uh, we had our two respective committees. It was uh, we put it together within like about maybe two to three months, and all the sororities participated. Mm-hmm. There were like a couple hundred people out there. We sold out uh, of golfers and we attached a day party to it. Shout out.
0: You did. Yeah.
1: Shout out to our uh, golf tournament chairman, uh, Brother Kennard Tucker, and their uh, golf tournament chairman, uh, Brother uh, Irvin Blue. And it was just something to to behold. So we're hoping that we can uh, engage in -hmm. the future uh, Mm -hmm. with uh, other potential uh, collaborative efforts uh, such as the golf tournament. And guess what? Their New Foundation and our Capel Foundation, we raise money for what? Scholarships and programming for our teen interest groups. And um, theirs, I think it's called Project Manhood. Ours, of course, is God right. So when it's all said and done, we raise thousands of dollars for our young people. And that's that's what it's truly all about.
0: And I love, that's why I brought it up, because like, I, when I let in, a lot of times, We are said to not get along or to be, you know, rivals, you know, even in the sororities, but as a community. So even outside of our Greek affiliations, it says a lot that black men can come together for the community, right? For the children, you know, for scholarship, for all those things. And that's we need more of that no matter what we're a part of. So whether it's doctors and lawyers, whether it's teachers, whether it's coaches, whether you're Greek, whether you're not, but to be able to come together as a community and collaborate on efforts that are going to build the community. What did you say? Being able to, whether it's East St. Louis, whether it's Dallas, whether it's, you know, Chicago, no matter where it could be in Dubai, but being able to come together as a a like-minded group of people. There's so much division and divisiveness and Mm -hmm. that's just not in the political arena, right? That's That's in any arena, but to be able to come together and say, you know what, there is a fight and we can either fight it together or we can fight it separately and lose. That's right. And I always talk Mm -hmm. about the short game or the long game. You can get into a bunch of short game thinking and short game mindset if you want to And then you lose the long game and everybody's lost. Absolutely. So to be able to say, you know what, the 1911 boys came together, you know, them 1911 guys came together and did that. It shows the rest of the world. It shows the rest of the world. Because again, a lot of times people are like, Oh, Greek, this or that. You can do that no matter what you're what you're mm-hmm. a part of. Just mm-hmm. as an individual, you can make a difference in your community.
1: Absolutely. And I, I want to I just don't want to stop with uh, collaborating with the Q's either. So mm-hmm. I want to make sure to reach out and uh, across the fraternal aisle with, you know, Alpha Phi Alpha, Phi Beta Sigma, you know, I Phi Theta. Because uh, these are individuals that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. And so before we even had letters on our chest, we were classmates. Mm-hmm. We we grew up in the same neighborhoods together.
0: We were just on the like BMX bikes.
1: What was that we were yeah, talking right. about? To, yeah, George was just saying. <laughs> I was a BMX uh, stunt demon back in the day. No helmet in sight. I don't know what I was thinking. But uh, just to be able to bring that all together. And it, guess what? Our greatest supporters are actually non-Greek. <laughs> Members Excellent. of the non-Greek uh community. Without without our family members, without our neighbors, without our co-workers, no. uh, we would not be able to uh no. sustain. And so I definitely want to just just reach out that uh, Olive branch and and work with other D9 organizations. Mm-hmm. Um uh last year I believe in 2022, uh Delta Delta Omega would have several of their meetings, their chapter meetings at our place. Mm-hmm. Um Sigma Gamma Road, the Alpha Upsilon Sigma Chapter of East St. Louis. Uh, they have had their youth symposium uh, held at our our venue and and it goes on and on and on. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have really created uh, an incubator for collaboration. And as long as I got the gavel, that's the way it's going to be.
0: And that's, that's how it should be. And again, people are watching. And that is something that we often forget because we're like, we're just doing life, right? You're, you're pole marking and you're, working and, and you're a spouse and you're a girl dad and you you know you do all of these in you're podcasting and we forget that people are watching yes. and so the example that we set through yes. God right the example that we set um, in maintaining our facility in a manner that's decent and in order all the things that we do we need to do it well and do it in excellence unto Absolutely. the Lord because people are watching and people will look at President McDowell and say you know what like, I can do that. I can go to Carbondale and I can graduate. And, you know, that scholarship, take it from somebody who just had their student loan debt forgiven. Yes, I said it. I find, yes, <laughs> who had all the things forgiven. And I'm thankful for that. You know, what did you say? Oh, he's a Morehouse man now. That's and right. he completed his first year completely debt free. Like, those are things that historically we oftentimes as, the African-American community have not enjoyed,
1: Mm -hmm. have
0: not had those things. We come out with student loan debt. We come out with all these different things. And it sometimes puts us a little further behind than we want to be or we should be. Whereas other communities of people have come together to be able to put people in a position to not have those issues. I I went to law school with folks that came out completely debt-free. And I'm like... Oh, that's nice. But you know what? I'm still gonna go. I'm gonna do what I need to do. Uh-huh. And then 20 years later, President Biden <laughs> and my the vice president gonna fix it. Thank you, Jesus. Um, but that young man today yes. doesn't have that problem. There are five individuals who have $1,000 scholarships because of the work that your fraternity is doing today. And that's <laughs> what a lot of people don't know about us and why we have the Divine Nine coming on this platform to let people know, what did President Bond say? It's not about the colors, just, it's not right. about the strolling, just, it's, it's about so much more than that. Mm-hmm. And to be able to come on a platform and tell people, what did you say? Some of our biggest supporters are not Greek and never will be. That's right. And so there are people that need to know what it is that we do and why we do it.
1: I want to give a lot of that um, Greek uh, collaborative uh, type of environment. I want to give kudos to the East St. Louis National Panhellenic Council, too. Mm -hmm. Um, So Robin Carey Boyd, she just uh, rotated off as President I think she was president for about seven or eight years yes
0: a very long time she's been on oh, the podcast man. as well as president of the NAACP yes yes
1: so she is she has done a, a an awesome job she in, has. in throughout the years and making sure that we don't step on each other's toes logistically and programmatically without scheduling and, and things of that nature and her husband now has assumed the the role as the uh, subsequent uh, president and another thing too there's a great crop of current presidents mm-hmm. for the East St. Louis um, Panhellenic chapters for the D9 organizational chapters and it's been a pleasure to work with them. We have a few that were just kind of outgoing and some incoming but it's been it's been great. It has. So you I got to give kudos to the Panhellenic uh, council for that.
0: Yes you all are doing an outstanding <clears> job. So as we get ready to close I always have to ask. We
1: were just having fun.
0: I know. Minute. I know. but Did I talk your ears off? No, no you didn't but you coming back. Okay, right,
1: all right. We can have a point, too. That's okay,
0: <laughs> so as we get ready to close, I have to ask everyone why. Why capital? Why Kappa? What would the the young Morehouse man when he goes down there and he trying to figure out whether he gonna shimmy or what he gonna <laughs> what he gonna do? Why Capa?
1: One, one of my one of my earliest memories of our leadership as a kid was our mayor call officer because mm-hmm. he was mayor. He was a, as a matter of fact, and he was the youngest mayor elected nationwide at the time. I think he was just like 24, 25 years old. And
0: he appointed my father the youngest fire chief
1: there we at go. that time.
0: So, yes, yes for 11 years.
1: Uh-huh. Absolutely. And and I think he was kind of like a, one of my first impressions of like municipal leadership. And I knew at an earlier age that he was a Kappa man and several teachers and educators that were in school district 189, uh, some of my, uh, my parents, friends or what have you and um and I said you know what I think I think it would be a good fit no disrespect to Magasire Fire Alpha Sigma or Iota but I just kind of felt that um Kappa would be a good fit for me so I owe my initial interest in Kappa uh to the brother that made me uh, brother Kevin Riggs and he was just on me for like a couple years hey you need to you need to look into this I think you'd be a good fit and mm-hmm. so I owe my my membership of uh, Kappa Alpha side to that brother. And um and I tell him every chance I get. So he made me and uh into the into the Kappa man I am today. So I hope he's looking at this. Awesome.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? Looking at you and many of the men like yourself, I can absolutely see why my husband made the choice he made. Yes. And yes. you know, I have um a brother that loves his five Beta sigma. Yes. My cousin Todd, rest his soul. Loved oh, Todd! His, Todd Hills, my
1: father. guy. I uh, when I was Cahokia, when I was Cahokia athletic director, I hired him as our head girls basketball coach. So they went from winless the previous year to a, a playoff team. They won their first regional game the very following year, and made the the playoffs for the first time in like ten years in his first years as head girls basketball coach. And our our Friday ritual was that we would get chicken pot pies at KFC. In Cahokia. So we (laughs) could talk. So uh, so we could talk uh, strategy.
0: I can can totally see that. So that's my guy. guy. He was Mr. Go Mob. Yes. yes. And so I have obviously we have two boys. And so Corey and Todd was always. I'm like, no, sirs. (laughs) No, sirs. I'm like. Todd, you have your legacy. You got Darion. Leave my husband's legacies alone. Like even <laughs> at his homegoing service, I told that story because that was one of the last conversations, really heartfelt conversations mm. we had as a family. Mm. And he's like, yeah, because we're going to pay Anthony's due, uh, pay the fees and we're going to, sir, <laughs> no, 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 my boys, if they going to do anything they will be kappa men like their father and i said because let you never think that you gonna joke about caitlin like don't play with me there are no jokes we Uh, we ain't doing it so yes so i Yes. yes we plan to have some folks following in some people's footsteps awesome Awesome. And so that's just going to be, I, I can see it now.
1: And, and, and whenever, whenever you get ready, uh, the right program is, is, is willing and ready to, to assist in any kind of way.
0: To take, our, to take our boys in. Well, I am so proud of you. Thank you. Congratulations again. I
1: have to say I'm proud of you. Let me tell you why. Because what you're doing with this podcast is just absolutely amazing. Because... A lot of the YouTube channels, that's a lot of garbage content out there. It really is. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people start with good intentions. Uh, you may have some uh, some gentlemen they start off with their YouTube channels, then all of a sudden they start renting these exotic vehicles, they start renting these mansions, and they start to perpetrate a fraud. This lifestyle they're really not living. But then you have some young ladies, they're starting off their YouTube channels, and they're using kind of like their physicality to try to sell themselves short for for likes and views and, and 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 subscribers. But what you're doing is high value. You have high value guests. You have Thank high you value so content. You have high value uh, production, a high value venue. And so guess what? In the future, you're going to get 5, 10, 20, 25, 50,000 subscribers because you're doing it the right way. You are doing it the right I've way. I
0: received that.
1: Yes. Chris, so, you hear it? <laughs> yes. So you're doing you have high value content, thank you. so it's not a rush to get the subscribers because you're doing it the right way. So I just want to give kudos to what you're doing.
0: Thank you so much. That really means a lot, Absolutely. especially coming from you. Thank you. It really does. So thank you so much. And you're coming back.
1: If you if you have. Absolutely. I, I hope I hope I didn't talk. You well, wait
0: a minute. Let me let me let's go back. So speaking of <laughs> my 15 year old, so I'm in the car. And I'm like, you know what? We're doing this D9 series. Kappa should be coming up next. I reach out. And so you say, I said, hey. And you like, hey, Kyle Clay, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, hey, brother Paul Mark, I said, I would love to have you. And you were like, oh, <laughs> the enthusiast. I mean, my son was like, that was so dope. mom. He was so excited, and I was like, "I know," and like I was almost in tears because wow. you were like, "I can't believe you thought." I'm like, "Of course I would think of you." Of course I would, you know. And it was just your excitement, and it was just so genuine, and it just did my heart so good. Because I'm telling you, some days I call Chris and I'd be like, "I'm done," <laughs> and he'd be like, "No, you're not," and I'm like, "For real, I'm I'm done. It's over," and. God will send me somebody that will say, and you have done that historically. Yes. You thank speak you. life into people and you have spoken life into my husband and I. Thank you. For as long as I've known you. You know, you'd be like, whether I was running for election or what I was doing and you just like, you out here killing it and one day you gonna be And I'm like, for real? And you like, oh, no, no, no. One day you gonna be somewhere, you know? And so I just I, Eventually you,
1: you all's uh, address will be 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs>
0: Well, you know what you've always said that. And so (laughs) I just thank you for being so encouraging. Like that is a lost art. It's something that we oftentimes don't do. And I am that I'm a supporter. I'm an encourager. I don't have a hating bone in my body. I said it all the time. And so to see someone who doesn't have to be kind, who has his own huge shadow that he casts on his own to be able to say, you know what? But I'm going to encourage this young woman, and you've always done that, and it it means a lot.
1: You're very welcome. It means but a lot. I, I still see you as that the little girl going up and down 40th Street on oh, the 700 Street. block. Yes, <laughs> yes, so, yes. So any, And anything that's who I'll need, always be. And anything you need, I'm I'm here to I'm here to assist.
0: Well, thank you, and I ditto. Yes. anything you need so well thank you so much thank you for having me this was a joy so thank you so much for tuning in today to pearls and politics podcast where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact my name is kahala i'm your host we've been here we've done that and now we'll see you again next week but please in the meantime please like love share and subscribe and we'll see you again next week bye bye